Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two of the Bright Sides podcast, Building a Better Business. Today's podcast is around one of simultaneously one of my most favorite and potentially most challenging topics, which is fear. I believe fundamentally that fear holds us back personally, professionally, financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Fear is the crux of, it's the nail that holds us back. If you had a nail to your cape to keep you from running forwards, fear is that nail that's driven straight down into the floor, nine inches deep. And it's important to me to address this because it's something that comes up all the time in business. And what I mean particularly by that is that people turn down opportunity, they turn down a potential ad, they turn down partnerships, they say no to things without exploring them. Because in the back of their brain, the little story that's written is one that says, I can't do that. That's not for me. Oh, my business doesn't do that. I'm happy being a one man band. I don't need a website. I don't need a Facebook page. I don't need a clubhouse account. All of these things just stop and they cost the business because without that experimentation, which we touched on last time, without that pulling yourself out and focusing on the growth of your business, ultimately you're doomed just to be the same thing over and over and over. And if evolution has taught us anything, it's that things that stand still don't survive. So that's kind of my initial take before I take a deep dive on this. As an aside, I also want to announce that you may be able to hear my baby daughter in the background because she's sitting right next to me on the floor learning to crawl. And it's important for me as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a human being to teach my children these same things. So my daughter and my son both regularly sit on me sit in on me when I'm doing podcasts, when I'm doing Zoom meetings, anything like that. They are a part of everything I do. So if you can hear her, that's why. So fear, let's talk about that. And as I use analogy before, that fear is the nail that holds you back. It's the nail that holds you to the floor. So the question I want you to ask yourself, right? Take a, just take a moment, get grounded, stomp your feet on the ground, get really still, take a deep breath. What is fear trying to communicate to me? If you're afraid of something, it's because you care. It's because ultimately there's a part of you that doesn't want to take that jump because you're afraid if you do, you may not survive. And that jump could be getting online. If it's something as simple as a website, it could be taking a leap in the faith into taking your own business full time. It could be something far more substantial, like engaging with a new audience on TikTok or Clubhouse or Instagram or any of those social media posts, platforms, sorry. But what is fear trying to communicate to you? If you breathe life into that fear and allow it to sit in your chest, what is it trying to say? Is it trying to tell you that, no, you know what, you actually are good enough to do this, but you might get hurt. You might get rejected. People, Nobody may listen to your podcast. Nobody's going to engage with your post. Maybe somebody's going to call you a loser or a fucktard. 
Maybe somebody's going to say, you are the worst business person ever. And whatever you say doesn't matter. And you're not going to get a single sale from anything you do. So now that that fear has a voice, what is that voice saying? Write it down somewhere safe and just journal on it. Write down every aspect of that fear. If that fear was 10 years down the track, would it still be speaking to you in the same voice? If that fear was the same, if you could face that fear with the same courage that a three-year-old faces running or a slide or a grassy bank at the back of a park, if you had that courage, what would that fear be like? Journal all of these perspectives. And the way that I like to do this is on a mind map. So I'll very detailed write my fear down and then give it legs and bubbles. And I'll say, here's the fear and here's what it would be 10 years down the track. 10 years down the track, this won't even come into my mind. This won't matter at all because I will have evolved to such a state that I eat this fear for breakfast. But if I could have the courage of my three-year-old or my son when he was three, I would attack this head on because the worst thing that happens is I fall flat on my face. And I've done that enough times in life. I have made a fool of myself romantically, professionally, personally, financially. I can survive doing it once more. It's not that bad. So how do I face that fear? And then document your exact steps to face that fear. Make it a checklist. Make it so specific that you have no choice but to go and do that. Step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. Then give yourself 20 seconds of courage before you take that first step. Just take 20 seconds of courage to press post on that incredibly personal, deeply profound social media post that you're afraid to let loose. Let the floodgates go. Because the more authentic you are about what's at your core, the more you can say, this is me and this is just me as I am, the more you're more likely to attract the right customers into your business. Because all of a sudden you'll go from attracting everybody to attracting people who align with your values. And that's a profound difference. If you can attract people who have the same values to you, people who believe the same things you believe, you go from having customers to having raving, fanatical fans. And that fan base they're more than just customers because they say, here's my money, take it. That's fine. But they're not there for the money. They're not there because you may have cool products or because you have a cool service. You know what? Great. You sell cool hats. Congratulations, big boy. No, they're not there for that. They're there because they believe in you. They believe in your mission and what you're doing. And if you're a small bricks and mortar business and you're trying to find people like this, find, I'll use the example of a car mechanical shop, right? Find people who are fanatical about cars, which is very easy to do for the record, find those people and bring them into the fold and maybe host a once a week, everybody come to the garage and work together on their own cars. Maybe host a once a month version of that, but somehow build this base. Give them content that strikes to exactly who that person is. Maybe it's not just working on cars. Maybe it's working on those drag cars with the tiny little tires at the front and the big giant tires at the back. And you want to introduce school kids and their parents to this. You bring them on the journey. And use social media for this. 
as somebody who doesn't use social media to one thousandth of what's possible on it, just bring people on the journey. That's my commitment to you is that I, with this podcast, will be stepping out of my comfort zone and sharing it in places when I don't share anything because I'm embarrassed. Because that voice in the back of my head says I'm not enough. And if I can step forward and do this as a small business owner, as somebody who's recording this podcast in his home, well, it's a home office, then you can do it too. You've got this. But it starts with documenting your fear. The more I reflect on this, on fear, there's a, a very particular poem that comes to mind. And it's one my father introduced to me when I was very young. And it's called If by Rudyard Kipling. And if you give me a second, I'll actually read it to you because I think some things are worth sharing. And this poem has been, for me, there every step of the way. When I doubted myself and what was possible, this came to mind. So before you take one more step in your business, I want you to take 30 seconds and listen to this. If you can keep your head about you when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lied about and don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on a single turn, a pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. You can force your heart and nerd and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone. And so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, and if all men count with you but none too much. If you can feel the unforgiving minutes with 60 seconds worth of distance run. Yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And what's more... You'll be a man, my son. And so I recognize that poem does not end in a gender-neutral, balanced way, which instantly gets on my nerves. But what a poem. The journeys that we all walk through fear, through love, through business, through everything, they're patterns that have repeated before. We're not the first ones to struggle with these problems. We won't be the last. Our children will walk the exact same shoes and paths that we are. They'll take it a slightly bit further. They'll do more than we've done. But they'll see those same struggles. They'll have their own day of reckoning when they need to look on themselves and say, do I take the easy path? Or the path less traveled? The path with fear and doubt and 
uncertainty and anxiety and depression and frustration and just this emotional turmoil that comes with running a business. But it's so much more, isn't it? Because if everything exists in a balance, imagine how great that success is going to taste. The trick is you just have to keep moving forward. That's it. Just keep moving forward. And you've already done the hard work, I think. I hope. I hope you pause this podcast and you wrote down your fear and your action steps from there. But that's the goal, right? 20 seconds of courage and move forward into your fear. Attack it. That's all I have for this episode. Moving through fear. In business, if you're struggling getting more customers, it's because at some point somebody's afraid to pick up the phone. They're afraid to engage with more people online. They're afraid to advertise on a radio, a newspaper, a TV. I mean, who really still watches TV? But there's somewhere somebody's afraid of something. Create a process, put some KPIs behind it, get it well documented, and move forward. As always, this is Caleb. It has been my pleasure having this rant, and I hope to hear from you soon. Please, please, please like and subscribe to the podcast. We are always always looking for quality people to bring on as guests. I have several guests lined up for the next couple of episodes, but this is still early days. So if you know a business owner who is outstanding in their field or somebody who has just gone above and beyond in what they do, please let's get it connected. Let's get them on here and share it out to the audiences. And I wish you nothing but the best as you walk your journey. One step, then another, then another. 20 seconds of courage. Have yourself a beautiful life, everybody.